Well, it's time now for the 360 round. Today, we'll dissect the chip stocks. Kim Forrest is with us, founder, chief investment officer, Boca Capital Partners, and Kevin Kelly, founder, CEO, Benchmark Investments. Glad you're both with us today. Kim, I'll start with you. I know you've been focusing on semiconductors. You're saying you're still bullish on the group for a few years going forward. Internet of things, 5G. These were some of the things that you've spoken about in the past as well. Tell us more about that. Sure. Well, I am somebody that likes to invest for the long haul, three to five years, and whenever we begin a position. And semiconductors have been really in our target because of the longer term trends for the, that industry. While I understand we're seeing a whole lot of disruption in the supply chain, we are not seeing any destruction in demand, nor do we think we're going to see it. And regardless of how the um, global economic conditions play out, there's some under uh, undertones to this story that make it a much longer live play. And as you highlighted, 5G is one of those, and Internet of Things is also one of those. So we strongly mm -hmm. believe that the rollout of 5G, which just about every telecom uh, provider is doing, combined with businesses wanting to get more information from remote operations, that's Internet of Things in a short <laughs> definition, um, those two things just are going to drive the demand for many semiconductors and we just don't see any any driver that could disrupt that at this point. Right. Kevin, I'm glad you're here with us today. Nice to see you. I wanted to talk about these were some of the things that you were talking about, too, supply and demand. There was no concern at the moment about demand. It's the supply that's the issue. But that could wane as we look at the global economies, as things may be changing. Tell me a little bit about your outlook, particularly with the chip shortage that we're facing. And I saw an overweight on a lot of these names from KeyBank yesterday. Um, you know, what do you think about the group? Yeah, so listen, no one can refute what Kim's talking about, right? We're going to go from about 10 billion devices connected to the internet today to about, you know, uh, 50 billion connected to the internet over the next couple of years. But what's important to note is that we are reliant on a few companies for a lot of the more sophisticated chips. ASML is one of those companies that is making what's called EUV, uh, extreme ultraviolet systems to help make chips smaller so more devices can become connected. And so, you know, we're relying on a few key suppliers as well as the same time, we're worried about should the economy slow, a lot of that demand may be pulled out of the market if the dollar keeps getting stronger, if economies cool down, that there may be a supply glut in the next four to five years as these companies have been ramping up capacity and their ability to increase capacity. So that's that's the concerns we need to worry about. Now, the longer term trends are so voracious that it's hard to refute uh, the, the coming revolutions of intelligent devices everywhere uh, powered by 5G systems. Right. And, and that's what we've been talking about. I mean, I think the group, that was a great ASML chart. I'm glad you brought that to us. But it really sort of shows what we've been seeing. And some of the names have pulled back. And what's interesting, too, is some are doing better than others, right? I mean, when I was looking 
It was no secret that Micron and Intel have been faltering some, while some of the other names seem to be expanding, whether it's gaming chips from NVIDIA or AMD, which has been taking some market share from Intel. Kim, as you break down the group, are there some details within the group, some companies that seem to be leading because they're in a certain area? Um, because I was looking at the socks too, which, you know, which hit that high in September, but a name like NVIDIA is up 40% in six months and Micron is down 25% in six months. Sure. Well, those are um, values that have dropped for really good reasons. And, you know, uh, NVIDIA has roared higher for really great reasons as well. I don't think people um, remember this about NVIDIA, that it is used heavily in Bitcoin mining and other kind of um, bit or uh, cryptocurrency sort of applications. So that is a driver for the short term for that stock in a lot of cases, not just video games and AI applications. That being mm -hmm. said, um, both Intel and um, uh, Micron are trading off for really good reasons, but are they long-term problems or is this an opportunity? I'd say it's an opportunity. Um, first, uh, Micron is heavily dependent on um, PCs being shipped, and there's a lot of disruption in the PC supply chain. And I think that, um, not necessarily a drying up of demand, just, you know, kind of a mess right now. So I would look right. at that. Um, Good thoughts there. And then, Kevin, uh, as we're wrapping this up, I, I did mention the key bank call on overweight this week on NVIDIA, Qualcomm, Texas Instruments, and Synaptics. Final thought, Kevin? Yeah, final thought is that uh, Qualcomm is going to connect every device so it can talk to the cell phone tower to send that information to the data center. So it's no no coincidence that they're having that. So you want to focus on the names that are going to power those devices. We talked about ASML. As I said, they just had their their uh, investor day gross margins. They expect to be 56% in five years because they're powering and making the equipment for all for the Qualcomm's of the world. NVIDIA, once again, AI, great. No NVIDIA, no AI. So I think, you know, keep Bank's calls are, are right on the money on where you want to be. I'm happy to see you both today. Thank you so much. Kevin Kelly, Benchmark Investments, Kim Forrest, Boca Capital Partners. Thank you both. Thanks for joining